I just want to preface this episode by saying that whenever I have these deep conversations, whenever these topics unfold, I don't expect you to take every single word I say as finite. When you're in this space, I want you to be open to receiving anything that you need to receive. But at the same time, I also want you to feel empowered enough to use your discernment to take what resonates and feels good for you and to leave the rest. Because at the end of the day, I'm a human being and I will only ever come at these conversations, these subjects that we're talking about from my own level of awareness. And where I am now with that level of awareness might completely change in the future. And I'm always aware that when I have a platform to voice my opinions, my thoughts, my beliefs, that sometimes that can influence people. And all I want to do is just put food for thought out there so that you can take it and transmute it into whatever feels right and aligned for you. If it doesn't feel right and aligned for you, that is perfectly okay too. And with that being said, before we get into this week's conversation, I just want us all just to take a moment to check in, okay? Because we don't do this nearly enough. We weren't ever taught to consciously check in with ourselves. We've been taught to check in with everybody else and see how everybody else is doing. But how often do you actually stop and pause intentionally to check in with yourself, okay? So I'm inviting you to do that now before we begin the conversation. Take a moment to pause, to stop what you're doing. If you can sit down for a moment, that's amazing. If you can close your eyes for a moment, that's amazing. If you can't, that's okay too. Maybe you could do this exercise later. But just take a moment to stop, to be still. Maybe put your hand on your heart space for a second. Take a deep breath in and ask yourself, how am I feeling? right now and when you ask this question allow whatever answers surface to surface don't try to change them don't try to judge them okay we're not trying to make them mean anything about us we're just observing and being aware of the answers that come up so that later if we feel called to we can choose to take action and create change that is our choice 
as human beings having a spiritual experience we have the power to choose how we want to feel and we often forget that we often forget that we have the power to choose how to feel if we're willing to hear and listen to what is really going on inside so how am i feeling right now no judgments no adding meaning to anything just bringing awareness and putting it away for later because in this moment you are welcome here exactly as you are all i ask as you enter this space is to do so with an open heart an open mind and a willingness to receive any transmissions that might be waiting for you in this week's episode So if any of you have followed me or known me for any length of time, then you're probably really aware that I am first and foremost a huge advocate, a huge advocate for self-love, self-growth, following your flow, you know, doing what feels right and in alignment for you always 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 okay i just want to kind of say that first because i think this conversation is going to sound a little bit contradictory but it's not it's something that's been um kind of floating around in my headspace for a while now and i've been trying to figure out how to express my thought process around this my feelings around this but since the previous episode when I said that I'm trying to let go of perfectionism I have decided that I'm just gonna go for it and we're just gonna see what's gonna come up because I've started to notice a pattern okay in my own life and as I said I'm an advocate for listening to that higher voice following my truth and from an empowered place but what I'm starting to notice is that self-love can sometimes not always be a form of self-sabotage as well and that was a heavy pill to swallow for me because I've only recently realised that that is the crutch I've been using to stop myself from receiving the things that I want. I noticed it a while back and I'm seeing the pattern of it and it, it got me wondering how many of us self-sabotage with self-love 
And how do we determine the difference? How do we know that, you know, because we do need self-love. Of course we do. Everybody needs self-love. But what I've noticed is when that self-love surfaces, it's a form of procrastination preventing me from taking the action that I need to create the change that I want in my life, to have the things that I want in my life. I've become so immersed in treating myself well that it's become a source of escapism in respect to actually doing the real work to call in and manifest what it is that I want. And that was obviously something that was working on a subconscious level. But I think it's something that a lot of us do. And it all boils down to this feeling of not being worthy enough to have what we want. To too frightened to hold the frequency of what it is that we desire whether it be in our careers our friendships our relationships life in general how often have we been provided opportunities to have and hold whatever it is we desire only to find reasons why we can't have it. And because of that belief deep, deep, deep down that we're not worthy of this, we don't deserve this, we're not good enough to have this, we inadvertently push it away even if that thing that we're striving towards that change that we're striving towards will only impact us in a positive way we start to find reasons and it might not it's not always a conscious choice why those things won't work why we why we don't want them we don't have them but we're taught in society to especially more now than ever to look for the red flags to look for the the negative aspects um of situations they're the reasons why the warning signs that we need to back away from something we're never taught that the very tools that we're meant to use to care for ourselves to choose wisely can also become um you know tools of sabotage tools that can be used to push the things we want away because we it's masked in this positive in this positive bubble you know well it feels good to make this choice because you know i'm looking after myself right now that's why i made this decision 
without recognising that we've actually just reverted back to those old patterns just in a, a very different way. So for example, I've changed the trajectory of a lot of the work that I'm doing right now. I'm still a healer. I'm still in the spiritual realm, spiritual quote-unquote niche of work. But I've added another element to that, which is the social media management. And since I've made that decision, whenever it's come to doing the work, the physical action, you know, putting the posts out there, um, creating the new pages for the website, um, creating these podcast episodes, doing all the things that I was so excited to do when I had the download for them. It was an instant intuitive yes. I felt it in my gut. I felt the energy. It was bright. But since then, every single time that I have chosen to do the work, I've suddenly become extremely exhausted or tired, eh, mentally tired. These feelings that, oh, but I need to do, I need to meditate, I need to do this, I need to prep that, I need anything that felt like it was more important in the moment. And I've noticed this pattern is only there when it comes to taking the action. Taking the action towards what it is that I want. And the less self-aware part of me would instantly go to this space of, well, you know that this means that you're not in alignment. You aren't in alignment with what it is that you want to do. So obviously this is the wrong path for you. Obviously what you thought was intuition was wrong. Those thoughts would start to come in. And at first I listened to them, but then I recognized, no, actually I'm just self-sabotaging my future. And it took me a while to notice it. It took me a while to recognise that I was self-sabotaging. But it's something that I've always done in some way, shape or form. And the mind is a very, very clever thing. So for years and years and years, I would self-sabotage through negative reinforcement. Okay, it would be negative things that stopped me from taking action that stopped me from going for and believing that I am worthy of whatever it was that I was reaching for. There would always be something, someone would say something that didn't align with my beliefs or they would, you know, say something about my work and I would take that wholeheartedly and stop doing everything. Um, I would get unwell. I would, um, there would be something negative would happen in my life and it would completely derail me from taking action, okay? And as the years went on, I noticed that pattern. I noticed my unwillingness to move. I noticed the 
fear. And even though I did the work or I thought I'd done the work, I stopped allowing negative experiences to prevent me from going for what I want. But then the more that I developed the tools to take care of my well-being, the more those tools became a distraction from whatever it is that I was trying to achieve. Whether it be weight loss, whether it be, you know, professional success and putting myself out there. I was now using the tools of self-love as a means to self-sabotage. And I really, really, really want you to take a moment and just ask yourself the same thing, okay? Because there's a fine line between self-love and self-sabotage when that self-love is being used as a subconscious way to prevent you from achieving and going for what you want because it's still rooted in that same fear of unworthiness, of not believing that you're good enough to have all the things but you are you are so worthy of having all the things and sometimes it's the fear of our own power that prevents us from putting into practice the action that we need to take and it sounds crazy to be afraid of how powerful you actually are how much happiness you can hold and have but that's because you've been taught to believe that nothing comes without struggle nothing comes without hard work you're shamed for your desires for wanting what you want so naturally when you've had years and years of that conditioning the brain the emotions you know that shadow work is really, really freaking clever. And it will manipulate us into believing that the choices we're making are for our own good. When really, it's rooted in that same fear of unworthiness because we've been taught that we cannot have our desires. To want, to need, to have is wrong to choose ourselves is wrong to want to walk a specific path is wrong and it's toxic it's toxic to hold on to that belief but what happens is we immerse ourselves so much in the self-care especially in this line of work the healing that we don't recognise that at some point in time that healing, that tool has just become a mask. It's just switched roles with the negative reinforcement so that we're not really hearing our voice anymore. But we believe we are because we're using positive tools. Now, as someone that does have a chronic condition and does get chronic exhaustion a lot, 
and unfortunately feels physically unwell quite often. I've had to sit with this for a long time because it is so easy for me to just lie down. And it was getting to the point that I was sleeping all day, every day until I had to collect my daughter from school. Because then once I had my daughter home from school, I wouldn't have time for a while, for a few hours to do whatever it is I needed to do. My reason why was becoming my reason why not. When my husband would get home, I had time, but suddenly I just wanted to spend time with my family. I wanted to do this, I wanted to do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it was coming from a place of fear, not a place of genuinely wanting to be in their energy. I am one of the biggest self-sabotages that you will that you will ever find and I will honestly admit to that. I will hold my hand on my heart and say this is happening because I don't believe that I am worthy enough and so I am doing everything in my power to make sure it doesn't happen. Even though what I want to happen is a positive beautiful, powerful thing. Because I'm holding on to the last threads of that previous conditioning. And so self-love, and so self-love becomes a weapon that we use against ourselves without even recognising it. And there's a really fine line. How do you know when you need self-love rather than tough love? And sometimes tough love is self-love. Now, every time that I feel a very specific way, I have to sit with myself for a moment and get really deep and really honest. And that's where consciously checking in comes in. Because even if I feel tired, I will ask myself, okay, I know I want to rest. I know my body is asking me to rest, but is it asking me to rest because it is tired? Or is it asking me to rest because it's afraid? Because I'm afraid of what taking this action will bring into my life. I'm afraid it's going to bring me what I want and I am afraid to have what I want because I don't truly feel worthy of having it, of holding it, of keeping it, nurturing it, whatever it is. And I think it's common for so many people. And I think it's a question we all need to ask ourselves. I am the biggest advocate for self-care. Rest is not a reward. You know, you shouldn't have to be burnt out to have a break. If you feel that you need to nurture your emotions and sit and be with your emotions, 100% sit and be with your emotions. But if that is all you are constantly doing, you need to ask yourself why. 
why do I constantly need to sit with my emotions? Why am I in this state of inaction? Is there something about this part of my life that I'm avoiding? Is there something within me that I am refusing to acknowledge? Is that the reason that I am not doing what I feel called to do? Why am I pushing things away? Your intuition knows the truth. But you have to really listen to that intuition. And the only way to really listen to that intuition is to notice when you get those powerful nudges and then recognise what is coming immediately after. When the brain decides, yes, but you can't have that. Yes, but you're not worthy of that. So what we're going to do is we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're not going to use fear anymore to sabotage because that's not working on you. You've recognised that pattern. So here's a new pattern wrapped in positivity but it's still rooted in the same fear it's still rooted in the same belief system but you won't recognize it and you won't have to create change you won't have to do the things that frighten you because now you don't have to take the action needed to call it in you don't have to do the inner work needed to keep and hold the frequency of that thing coming into your life. And it sounds crazy when you hear it that way. But it's true. And and even now as I sit here, I wasn't going to record this podcast episode. I wasn't going to show up because I feel tired. I feel run down. My emotions are weird and I feel this call to nurture myself. And then I recognised, but you've been wanting to say this for weeks. You've been wanting to say this for such a long time. But every single time you come up here, suddenly... There are things that are distracting you. Suddenly you need to nurture yourself in another way. And here's the thing. There is nothing wrong with nurturing yourself. There is nothing wrong with applying the tools that you need to create a sense of safety. There is nothing wrong with having those tools in place when you need them. But... It's being aware and understanding and really hearing when you need them. And really using them when you need them. Because it is so easy to just use them as a crutch. Even if the intention behind it is good, the root is still the same. I know hearing that might activate a few uncomfortable feelings inside of you. But I think that's because... So many of us do this without really understanding why. And again, I can't reiterate this enough. I am a big advocate for self-love and self-care. But when 
there's a reoccurring theme of self-care over action or taking action or using self-care as a, a form of procrastination. We need to look at the deeper reasons beneath that and we need to really check in with ourselves, check in with how we're really feeling, get comfortable with being honest with ourselves because if we can't be honest with ourselves then we can't be honest with anybody or anything in our life. We manifest from emotions, from feelings, not from thoughts alone and we are worthy of our manifestations, our desires, our needs. We are worthy of love. We are worthy of the career. We are worthy of the financial abundance and abundance in all forms. We are worthy of so much. You are worthy of so much. You deserve so much good in your life. So if this is activating feelings of uncomfortableness in you, I invite you just to look at that a little bit deeper okay when you notice the pattern of consistently choosing self-care over any form of action or choosing self-care as a way to avoid taking any action ask yourself what is the deeper meaning here why am i avoiding choosing the things that i want is it fear of change? Is it a pattern that I hadn't actually recognised I have until now? Okay, there is lots of routes and ways. You don't have to do it alone. You can seek out people to do the work with you. Coaches, therapists, inner child work, you know, energy work. There's so many different ways you can do this. If the thought of delving into that shadow and looking at the reason why you're self-sabotaging with self-love has frightened you. I understand. I didn't want to see those parts of myself either. I didn't want to see that I still didn't feel worthy enough to have what I wanted. But I'm doing the work now. I'm recognising it. I am honouring my body. I am honouring my needs. But I'm also making sure that I am listening deeply and recognising the the sabotage that occurs when I think that I'm caring for myself from a space of genuinely wanting self-love. I understand now that I have to ask the uncomfortable questions. Am I needing this because I genuinely need this or am I using this as a tool to avoid what is really going on underneath? And then I give myself the love I need, whether it's self-love or really, really tough love. Because it's okay to push a little bit. Sometimes we have to push ourselves so that we can keep flowing in the direction that we need to flow in. So I'd love to know your thoughts around this conversation. Hit me in my uh, social media DMs or maybe comment on the posts too as always thank you so much for listening to me as always remember this is just my belief system from where i am currently at 
and you don't have to align with my points of views at all. Always use your discernment when it comes to conversations like this. But I am open to having conversations around this because I think conversations bring awareness and, and they are catalysts for change as well. So as always my love thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode do share it out to your communities in your online space tag me but that being said thank you so much for spending time with me today be safe be well and always remember to follow your flow bye bye for now